Hi everyone, I am Harshal Mehta and today at Investronomy we have a very special guest with us. Firstly, because she is the first female leader on our podcast and secondly, it's her debut of podcast interviews. She is the Director of School of Entrepreneurship and Family Business Management at NMIMS. Hi Seema Marjan, how are you? Hi, thank you Harshal, thank you so much for inviting me for this today. Thanks, uh, we are fortunate to uh, have you. Thank you, my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so, in our previous podcast, we have always talked about investing, but in order to invest, there has to be some money on hand. Obviously, there would be different sources of income, but we decided that today's podcast should be on the benefit of starting your own venture. So, before going into the nitty-gritties and benefits of starting your own venture, uh, Seema, can you please uh, share a brief background of yourself and how you ended up being in the education sector? Uh, well, Harshal, this is an interesting question and I have been answering this for last two decades. This started in, I am a professor, I started as a professor of marketing and the founding member of School of Entrepreneurship and Family Business at NMIMS. This venture was started in 1909 because I had interacted with a lot of these small and medium scale entrepreneurs since I was associated with marketing activities. And I realized that the conventional MBA, which we, which, which, which we do, probably was not something what they were looking at. They were very keen to look at holistic development because entrepreneurship skill set is altogether a different ballgame. We started this in the year 99 and we were the first one, we pioneered this concept whereby we did not replicate. I did not replicate any Western model in India, but I studied all international models and tried to understand what is that the family business of India or the entrepreneur of India would require. Today, we have an alumni base of 4,000 plus, and uh, we have from one program to five programs, Many of our students, I if I have to put it in percentage-wise, nearly 41% have given us new businesses. So the essence of this program is we believe in four different things. We teach them how to transform. We teach them how to diversify. We teach them how to lead expansion cross borders. And we teach them how to create new business ventures, keeping in mind the ecosystem. I have been, instru I, I am being the pioneer and being in the same sector or the founder member. I think my journey was very different because I learned by doing. Since this was a very different concept, it was not, there was no data available. There was nothing that we had in academics. There was no case study which defined what is right or what is wrong. Everything was doing doing understanding from the real field. The challenges which I faced were each family business was different, value systems remaining the same. Family businesses, entrepreneurs of North of India versus entrepreneurs of Western India, do their core values remain the same, but business challenges were different. So we involved, I believed in learning by involving them and that is what is my success story because right from day one we effectively involve the stakeholders learn from them 
what are their expectations from this academic learning how would they want management skill set to be used in their respective businesses and that is what i have been doing and this is why i am here today because last two decades i have understood fairly large segment of this country and i have tried to address their challenges by incorporating in academics and giving it a shape of module as well as core products in form of labs agreed uh, i'm sure with wide amount of experience of uh, almost two decades you have been adding value to the startup yes uh, so we start with a very basic question but relevant for current times uh, what do you think is the impact of covid 19 on education sector like do you think the startups would enter this space and uh, flourish uh, in this sector because of online training courses taking a boom harshal see maximum of startups if you see are it driven okay and many of our youngsters when they look at starting new business because of their tech savviness they're looking redefining new businesses i do not see i'm being a very positive person i always feel that there is an opportunity of course we all are going through fear there is a strong mindset in the market this lockdown sitting at home has created an impact which will take which will take a long time and we all know that we will have to live with it for quite some time but at the same time i think this will help us to reinvent and this will help us to redesign we have been running since years with so called stereotypes and we have been running because in every day running around we never actually took a back seat and we looked at what we were doing so i am very hopeful and i'm very confident and i would like to share many of my past students who are in the age group of 30 to 37 have come up and have shared their new ventures i'm very confident that yes liquidity will be a big challenge there would not be a very large number of investors to put in money these startups may not have cash in hand to run it as easy it was couple of days back but this definitely will give our society and this will largely worldwide open up altogether a new horizon for new businesses so i do not see any problems with the startups rather i feel that they will be reinventing and lot of current businesses it is also uh, i was to see a silver lining here that lot of current businesses who are affected people will learn that those who are not having strong processes those who had not transformed probably will have to do it if a business is not able to sustain 40 days probably there is something which you need to look at so i think uh, uh, many of many of these young entrepreneurs and many of these startups will reinvent and they will come back more strongly with more powerful business ventures totally agree to your point that transformation is the key to the future because if you don't transform obviously someone else will and they'll capitalize this market agree precisely uh, let's take take a step back here i would want your views on our education system let's say every education system has some flaws but do you think that our education system is not correcting those flaws and thus we are restricted 
or maybe we are just restrict, restricting ourselves to mark-based system and people have seen it as a money-minting business basically and not value generating anywhere. Uh, actually, uh, uh, it's not true. If you look around worldwide, we have given some of the finest and the best people, okay? So you look at any, I mean, every country, any good businesses, you will find Indian students educated in India have done well. Now, one way to look at it is we are born entrepreneurs, we are born with innovation, but no, it's not that our education, we are a very different country. Our challenges, this sector always has an imbalance of demand and supply for, for 10 things. We will have thousand students waiting for it. So yes, we have very different methodology. Our challenges are different. Our style is different. Our family values, our culture is different. And that is how at times when I compare it to international schools where I have also been educated, I see that we take education. We do not spend a lot of money on research. We do not spend a lot of money on design thinking. Our institutions do not have that kind of budget. So that is where probably universities abroad, whether it comes to public funding, whether it comes to industry driven, we find that as a challenge. We do not have those kind of funds available to us to do some of the best research, which is need of the hour. Agreed. So basically my point was, and I totally agree to your point that India is a land of opportunities and obviously uh, everyone can turn themselves into entrepreneurs. But my point was the education system is somewhere putting the employee mindset. So here, let me explain myself. I'm not saying that being employee is bad, but having an employee mindset is bad, which is maybe hindering our success uh, as compared to, let's say, the likes of Facebook or uh, Twitter, uh, we, we are not uh, in their comparison. We don't have that particular uh, skill set or can you say that? I don't think that we do not have skill set, but yes, we have definitely a long way to go. And many of us are working very hard. Many of us have been proactive. When you see foreign institutions coming to India, they are joining hands with us. So it's not that we are we aren't proactive. It's not that we are not concentrating. If you look around in last four years, many of our fine, fine schools, many of our good schools have started working towards entrepreneurial aspects. They are not creating managers, but they are. They have put in innovations. They have put in design thinking. They are trying to give their their students. So we are working for it. I would not say that we are not conscious. I would say we know our problems. We, I would say we are aware of it and we are trying to put it in our academic curriculum. We are, we are, we are working on it and uh, it is not about me, my institution. I think many of us are working towards it. Agreed. Uh, I've known that you have taken a course at Harvard also. So I would uh, like you to share some insights. Uh, about how it is different uh, uh, from taking a course at Harvard or what is the uh, the teaching process uh, they implement, which can be seen here also? Yeah, well, uh, that was an experience in itself. And uh, they they believe in their, their research budget, 
there, there the, I mean, in every aspect, when it comes to IT budget, when it comes to technologically strong, when it comes to depth, I mean, uh, when it comes to faculty expertise, when it comes to faculty understanding that particular course, it, it's the whole setup is different. Like here, average, a faculty who is teaching probably will take eight courses or will take ten courses. Out there, a faculty just takes two courses, so specializes in that particular domain. So I would say that faculty who would teach out to you there would be exceptionally good in research, will be understanding application, and being Harvard, their external network is very strong. So they depend, they, they, their, their connection with the industry is superb. So the research or the reports that they get to the, to the classroom are very genuine, are to the point, are related to actual situations. Also, their technological, if you see the application of technology, kind of monitoring of each student is present in the class, giving feedback to each student, that was that was very, very enriching, and that is where the learning happens. So learning from peers, learning from faculty, learn tech hybrid model, technologically based models, that was simply uh, beyond words. Agreed. I think one of the best points which you also mentioned uh, was on the spot feedback, which helps in improving. Yes. Yeah. We have very different mechanism here to give feedbacks. If I have a class of 60, though we try to give it individual, but it, it is at times a challenge for us. But out there, each individual student was treated. We never felt that we were in class. So the feedback, the expertise, the technology application, the kind of research work that they would bring to class, it was it was just superb. Agreed. Uh, talking about the Connect, uh, I understand that you have taken initiatives, various initiatives, obviously, and uh, you have led various uh, Indo-Belgium, Indo-Greece summits uh, for MSMEs. Uh, yes. uh, we, uh, as uh, currently, there's uh, the, our finance minister provided a relief package more towards MSME sector. That's the reason I raised this point. Uh, how does these summits uh, help Indian startups? Uh, this is very interesting, and I'm glad you asked me this question. I started this in the year 93, okay? One of the basic things which I felt while I was working closely with this sector, that unless and until they are exposed to world-class business practices, how will they transform? It's very easy to put them in four walls and start talking about the best practices followed in the world. But unless they are taken there, the physical visit, how would they transform? So we started first with China, moved on to Europe, and the objective of this trip is minimum a number of entrepreneurs that I have taken till date is 76, and maximum that I have taken is 100 days. I have conducted, I have led 24 such delegations. Can you see, can you imagine the number of entrepreneurs that I have taken? When I take them to these countries, whether it is Germany or it is Spain or it is Greece or it is Belgium, they are actually exposed to some of their finest business practices. And it is not seen with your eyes. They're introduced to senior strategic team players, and in most of the cases, the owners. So in my last visit, we met some of the family-run businesses who were suppliers to Mercadona in Spain. 
talking to them. How do they find their logistics? How do they manage their supply chain? What is the methodology? How the relationship of supplier and the actual user happens? All that is taught to them. And I'm very proud to see, say that a very large number of my entrepreneurial profiles who are my students who did their MBA with us are very proud of this. And they have come back in one form or the other. They have translated this into their own respective businesses. It could be in form of putting up processes. It could be in form of putting up uh, a quality outlet. It could be in the form of uh, buying some of these uh, technologies from there. But they have brought in this transition in their business after being uh, with me in such delegations. And this delegation is not merely NMIMS and the industry. We involve the Politburo of each country. So we have city council with us, we have mayor with us, we also have the, at times, the investor, uh, the, in the at the end of the office with us. So it's a complete regulated trip. So they know if they have to invest, if they have to get them to India, if this particular business has to be started, what is the option? So if they are going to Belgium, they will meet Chamber of Commerce Belgium. They will meet a Ministry of uh, Trade and Commerce there. They will have representation of somebody who will tell them that if they have to start with Indo-Spain or Indo-Belgium relationship, what are the kind of rules? So it's a complete end-to-end -end solution. We spend around two weeks in that respective country understand that and then they come back and they, they make a presentation as to if they were to employ the same practice in their respective. So I think this is a very useful component because when they visit roughly 10 to 12 organizations, each visit I take them to, for, I expose them to 10 to 12 organizations, the learning with what they see is, is, is beyond words. So when they come back, uh, this will go a long way. Maybe they do not execute it in immediate time, but in long term, they will develop an ability to learn from other nations and to pick up their best points and then put it in their respective business, which is need of the hour. So when we talk about Indian MSME, we do not spend money on research. We do not spend money on design. We feel that is waste because we believe that we know our system. We know our, our business very well. And these are the countries who invest in this. So super specialization, expertise, creating world-class products. How do you see beyond the nation? How have they scaled up? How a family-run business has become a public limited company is all that they learn in such visits and come back home. Agreed. So the best point here I felt was uh, you providing a holistic approach. Yes. Uh, that, that's really very good. But uh, just one thing wanted to check with you, uh, obviously on behalf of all the startups uh, out there and uh, my listeners also, uh, who, who can take a benefit of these, uh, basically uh, these summits? So is it uh, that only NMIS IMS students or uh, open to all? I, uh, see, right now, we I, uh, the maximum participants of delegation are from NMIMS, but there have been in the past a situation where a particular body would come to me and tell me that, why don't you do it for us? So it could be a corporate body, it could be a particular samaj, okay, like, for example, one community who wants to do for their entrepreneurs. So I am open to take. 
this is completely borne by the people who go, their expenses are borne. So if there is a group of people who intend to learn, I am very happy to lead it. This is out of my passion and this is out of, out of my feeling of giving back that if we get the best in this country, there's nothing like it. And I, I, am, I am very proud to say that many of the businesses that you see around, they, they were part of this delegation. Agreed. Uh, I think the best part was here was uh, that uh, your services are not restricted to NMIMS. It is open to all who yes. can approach you. That's really yes. good. Yes, yes. It can also be done company-wise. Like if your company, if you want to just take so 20 of your employees and you want to go ahead and do that, yes, I'm open to that. Okay. Having said about your international connect, uh, how do you capitalize your uh, international connects and help the Indian startups to grow. Basically, uh, I understand that you had recently visited Italy and uh, you had been mentioning about that uh, there are various systems like uh, water systems or drainage systems. Uh, so do you think that uh, the Indian startups uh, would replicate the same model here? Was that the notion or uh, is it the relationship between India and Italy? Like how, how can someone, for example, if there's a startup, how can someone capitalize uh, your international connect and do something productive in India? See, uh, Harshal, uh, again, this is a very interesting question. I, last visit that you have seen and you are mentioning, we dedicated two days to waste management. Okay, and waste management is something which York and my country needs. Okay, so when these startups, when these these young entrepreneurs or when these beginners, when they go and see, they see opportunities everywhere. It may not be in a very big way, but even if you start in a small town, like the town which they visited, Russia in Italy, is a model town. So how did they do waste management? And if it gets started in Indore, or if it gets started in Jalana, or if it gets started in Rajkot, what is wrong? Let's begin somewhere. Similarly, infrastructure. Today, we need to manage our transport. We need to manage our, our, our roads. We need to manage our garbage. We need to manage our drainage. This is the, this, these are, these are, these are concerns. So whether it is, see, when I talk about power, power sector is big, but then these are the areas where young startups can either learn the technology, young startups can either bring in the technology, young startups can actually look at it and see how it can be applicated. So this is because these are emerging areas. This is, these are short, short way. Also, we, we, uh, I take them to, uh, to the, to the research setup there in pharmaceuticals. So what is, what are the kind of drugs, what is the kind of research happening in lifestyle decisions? So why not to begin? And it, this is something is needed. It does not stop here. We also, uh, I also take them and create an open forum where they meet entrepreneurs of that respective country. Now, there could be a startup idea, Herschel, which may not see the applicability in India. The idea is very good. But idea may have immediate applicability in Germany, but may not have applicability in India in next 10 years. So cross-border, probably if it gets accepted, these countries are very open to ideas. They are willing to invest in your ideas. They are willing to understand your ideas. And it is vice versa. There would be an idea which gets developed by a student or an entrepreneur in Spain and could see an application in India. So in during these visits, we initiate meetings. And we did connect them. So the objective 
value of such meetings is look at cross borders applications look at idea contamination so the idea which may not work or which may look premature here probably may have a maturity in another country so these kind of exercises actually help startups a lot why because they see other nations they see other entrepreneurs and you know it's completely remove the remove the demographic challenge because today the kind of era we are living in there is nothing called demographic so something which may not be applicable in mumbai probably gets applicable in bergamo which is italy so connecting these startup guys at such an early phase probably helps them to scale their idea well so what what when you talk when you talk about in caching it is the scalability no idea is good if it is not scalable you have to see the the the, the length of your how how well can that idea be executed and how big it can be made so these kind of visits probably is an eye opener to these guys to understand that to what level can they take their ideas to and how can they be made successful with uh, with the much more larger audience than just confined to one respective country agreed uh, you can always leverage on uh, expanding your startup into different countries yes, yes. Yeah. so i i can just share with you an example we went to germany and we met met these guys who own a place called pioneer garage so they every evening they sit there and discuss an idea idea could not be even idea could be at a very preliminary stage but they said so we got them connected to indian boys indian as uh, indian entrepreneurs and we saw that it it just happened so they both they both across uh, you know border would sit talk about it and many of them are thinking about uniting putting up a joint uh, venture there or trying to uh, see what kind of combina- combinations can happen so i think it's super exciting for young startups to look at beyond uh, you know nation boundaries and see how far they can take it take their vision and their passion too obviously i think this is the best part of the thought process you come to know the thought process of other uh, entrepreneurs who are uh, be, maybe in different countries you come to know what differently they look the approach would be uh, more relevant yes yes harshil yeah uh, so this one particular question i specifically wanted to ask you because i feel that you would be able to do justice to this uh, talking about startups and entrepreneurs obviously there are many uh, budding startups uh, but why is it that uh, we don't have many uh, women entrepreneurs uh, so i would like to know that is there something that you specifically have done or you are planning to do for women entrepreneurs uh, to get them into the domain i'll say lot of uh, now lot many are initiating this there are several bodies who are working on women entrepreneurs you may have seen i have also started a small initiative being at nmims we see that in our typically any class which is of 60 students we will have roughly 30% women but how many of them pursue entrepreneurship is 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 a small number so uh, uh, you know we are trying many organization are working towards it and it is the issue is that women entrepreneurs there are many successful entrepreneurs in the sector but many of them can be and they do not lead their passion so uh, 
uh, you know, as an institution, as an individual, I have also started this initiative and I wish to give back to the country that many of us who have beautiful ideas, who are talented, who are creative, who can do things differently, have uniqueness and originality in idea, just handhold them, just nurture them, just mentor them and give them that confidence which on which they because of which they can build to their competences i can tell you for sure that you know uh, we have very very talented women in our country who can definitely lead their uh, passion to may not like to scale it up but definitely lead passion to a very very uh, you know a very very strong venture which could be which could definitely be a unique one and will be liked by many so we are initiating it as an institution also i personally have also started it i am very confident of the fact that we will be doing something good in that Agreed. Can you please share uh, some light on uh, like what is this program particularly for? If, for example, uh, I want my cousin's sisters to get enrolled or maybe any woman entrepreneur who wants to enroll to it, obviously just a insight or maybe a brief of what it could include and what they can think of learning from this particular program. See, if uh, this program is very basic, it will definitely have more phases later on. This program is called Empowered. Okay, what happens is that large segment of women, they have an idea, they have a passion, they have an inner drive to lead it, but then they do not prioritize. They just wish to, they just wish to, you know, take a back seat because they feel that there are other things which are more important and they would want to spend time there. So this particular course focuses on building on your con on your confidence and helping you to build your build your competence so it it talks about what, what knowing yourself what is that you would want to do what are those five factors that you would like to work on create a business plan this particular exercise of four days that i'm talking uh, i'm talking about could be hand holding them helping them out to create a business model out of their passion and helping them to learn or helping giving them a direction that how their uniqueness and their originality and their passion and their inner drive can be given a shape of a complete sustainable model and they will be very proud of so it is kind of removing that inertia that why why should i be doing it or why so it would be profitable it would be productive and profitable use of time also of their ecosystem and the resources there because many of them are very well networked and they have at home economic uh, their system ecosystem so strong which will support so utilizing this ecosystem their network helping them to identify their personality and identifying the business plan that could be given a shape of business model so i intend to in four days create carve a business model for these women who have enrolled and give them confidence that this this particular activity can actually be their competitive advantage to run with their to run with originality and uniqueness in the market that would be surely helpful to many because um, in this basically program you would be helping them to start from the scratch so i think that yes. should be very helpful to many yes Oh, so before winding up our podcast, uh, this is the last question. Uh, I'm sure you might think that I'm going going into nitty gritties, but I would want you to have your thoughts 
uh, on this particular question. Uh, what, according to you, is the best field uh, or maybe sector for any startup currently in the current times uh, to enter into? Uh, Harshal, I, I, this question we have been answering not today, also before. There are, if you look at the growth, if you look at the positivity, if you look at the image that your country has now, I mean, India is an emerging nation. So today, whether you look at bottom of the pyramid or you look at the top of the pyramid, there is ample, there is, there is, n number of opportunities you turn a leaf and there is an opportunity whether you talk about bringing up the social sector up you talk about the power sector up you talk about your infrastructure you talk about your logistics you talk about your supply chain management system i think we are going we, we are reinventing ourselves we are and even if you look at government policies today they are very progressive I mean, we never thought that we would be opening up defense sector. We never thought that we would be opening up our coal mines. Agreed. So I think we are very progressive today. And the current prime minister has been instrumental in making in India. I mean, when he says that we must encourage and buy and slowly, gradually, the defense products would be homemade. We will not trust. So what more? I think every and any sector today, this is the time. This is the time when you have to think differently. This is the time when you have to use your expertise. I mean, even if you're if you if you're working in an organization, use that opportunity to become an intrapreneur because that organization also may need your idea. Today, many of us are going back to our organizations with different set of challenges. So, as an employee. As an executive, also you have an entrepreneurial opportunity because you definitely can get up and suggest some more innovative methods so that your organization does well. So to me, I think uh, the opening up of economy and the kind of struggle that the whole world is seeing, everywhere you, you, you should have a concrete good idea. And every sector today is open to execute your idea. Okay, so you won't put, uh, choose a particular sector, but uh, I will not. Uh, I will not name it because I, I, I. And what I said, Harshal, I truly believe that okay. you or maybe you wish to start up a diagnostic sector, which is easily, uh, easily, which which is affordable by the community. You may start up. You may work on education. So you may move into education sector for teaching uh, underprivileged special children. So you look at the whole country is on a, on a, on a shift is looking at uh, options available. So when you have an open economy, then you have positivity. When you have policies which are in favor, you just need to have an idea, which, so, which if executed well, will work well. Totally agree with your point, yes. So and if, if you have an idea which is as basic as how do we manage garbage, how do we control pythons, how water water management today whether it is technical non technical I think there is, there lies an opportunity in this sector. You need to be fundamentally strong and you need to have a sustainable model and you should have the potential to execute it well. Yep. Thanks for your time and thanks for joining us. 
really means thank a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you, Harshal. Thank you so much. You asked me some uh, questions which have really touched me because, uh, you know, being in entrepreneurial education, understanding that each day, understanding their challenges, treating each family differently, treating each business differently, and seeing their value system professional versus personal questions it is always uh, it is always a pleasure to talk about it thank you so much for having me thank you thank you Bye-bye. no material on this podcast should be considered as a financial advice the material on the podcast is for informational purposes only please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decisions mm-hmm.